It's a crazy world of wide receivers, but right now we're in the top 20 on our run up the score wide receiver rankings week. Where does Odell end up now that he's a Brown? Did we get did we get it right ranking AJ Green 21? Where is his teammate Tyler Boyd going to end up? Because we haven't brought him up yet. Lots of receivers to get to from 20 down to number one. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott Yo. and Tom. Hey, everybody. We are about to finish the wide receiver rankings for Run Up the Score's rankings month 2019. Through Getting through it. We got two more left. This one and then everybody's favorite, tight ends. Coming rock. Yeah, tight ends. So fun. Tom, I actually do like it. You love yeah. the garbage. You need somebody that likes it. I love trash. You, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I make that joke every year. But you know what? And it never gets old. We've, got plenty, we've got plenty of time to wax poetic about tight ends. Today's yes. job is, uh, is a different task here. Right. Yes. Let's stay so on task. <laughs> if you want to see our first 20 wide receivers from 40 down to 21, you can go check that out. Those were the Tuesday guys. It's time for our Thursday guys. And our first Thursday guy... Goes well with the last Tuesday guy because it's A.J. Green's teammate, Tyler Boyd. Wow. Now, Scott, you love to bring it up. You Tyler Boyd played better with A.J. Green on the field. His pace with A.J. Green on the field. Yeah. Oh, my God. By the way. Glorious. By the way. Glorious pace. I had A.J. Green wide receiver 37 last year. A.J. Green in nine games. Wide receiver 37. Yeah. So just saying. Yeah. So if just he plays saying. 16 games, good luck. Yeah. He's not going to do that, but he's not going to play 16 games. But either. that's, it's important to note that that's, you just don't have him playing 16 games. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're uh, not Tom, completely out of your mind. Oh, I am. <laughs> just moderately. Tom, you have Tyler Boyd the highest out of any of us. You've got him at 18 on your list. So how are you feeling about him going into this year? Obviously, pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bullish on the Boyd. I think uh, with AJ Green healthy, Boyd's kind of, on parade. Yeah, we already kind of discussed it, but like with AJ Green healthy, Tyler Boyd is good, and I'm projecting yeah. everyone for a 16 game season. Um, AJ Green and Tyler Boyd included. So together, I have to do that with that thought in mind, Absolutely. and I give him the benefit of the doubt. I think Tyler Boyd is a great option. He finished as wide receiver 17 last year. And that's, you know, while carving out that role. And missing the last two weeks. Yeah. The theme of this top 20, especially the few guys, you know, the, the next looks like the first five guys we're going to talk about. Play the, If you play the slot, you're going to get receptions. Yep. And if you have touchdown capability, then you're, you're going to make it up here. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're we gonna, talked about that on Tuesday. You're going to pace out for a certain level of catches and a certain level of yeah. touchdowns that it's going to put you up here. Yeah. Tyler Boyd is exactly that. You pace him out for 16 games. He's catching over seventy five yeah. balls. He's probably getting over a thousand. He's probably scoring close to eight touchdowns. You yeah. know, if you if you have him doing anything close to what he did last year, he's a great guy to pick. He's going at a great range right now, and he's really affordable. I would be fine having him as one as my wide receiver two on my teams, but you know, if I can get him as a flex, that's perfect. Yeah, I enjoy him. I wish him the best of luck. <laughs> and I do that selfishly because I intend to draft him. Yeah. Scott intends to draft D.D. Westbrook. Every draft I'm in. <laughs> Every single one. You did a great Since job. Since he came into the league. You did a great job highlighting how D.D. Westbrook and 
Nick Foles are a match made in fantasy football heaven they in terms of production be. for both players. D.D. Like Westbrook clearly head and shoulders the best pass catcher, running back, wide receiver, or tight end on the entire roster. Hey, Nick Foles can catch a pass. Yes, he can. Caught one in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, but he loves to throw. That is my reference. He loves to throw to slot receivers. He D.D. Westbrook. Basically, all of his production. He was one of the most efficient and best uh, slot receivers last year. One of the most highly targeted. Played more snaps than almost anybody out of the, the slot. Sl- yeah, so, a ridiculous amount. You know, those two things te- teeing up together. Also combined with he's going to get rushing yards. He's still their punt returner. So he had some upside with those two different fields as well. Uh, I got him catching like, you know, just a shade over 70 passes, scraping that thousand yard mark and getting six or seven touchdowns, you know, maybe on the ground, maybe through the air, maybe on punt returns. But the guy has a lot of avenues to score and he's going to be heavily targeted, I think. So I get why he's a top 20 option for us. I don't think you'll see this anywhere else. I don't think in any (laughs) rankings anywhere else. D.D. Westbrook will be a consensus top 20 receiver, but I think he has a really, really good chance to finish up there. I'm at 22. I'm bullish on him by any normal like right. <laughs> standard yes. of D.D. Westbrook monitoring going on in the fantasy football community, but I like it. I think he's one of the first yeah. guys that for this year that we've identified, and yes. you know I like the fact that we've really put our thumb on it, and I, I think about it a lot. <laughs> And I haven't had any, like, you know, I'm waiting for something to get in my way and say, don't be so high on D.D. Westbrook. Nothing has gotten in my way. Yeah, there there hasn't really been That's us revving up our engines on (laughs) D.D. Westbrook. (laughs) That was the cat. (laughs) Cat's still here. Has not moved. Um, I just wanted to point out, uh, we're just going to kind of bookmark this on the show, and I'm also going to bookmark it on my web browser. Football Outsiders comes out with the... um, slot versus line guys line up in the slot versus guys line up as wide receivers like what their um adjusted value is right uh they did it for the 2017 season in july of 2018 so you can look for that to come out within the next month and i think that that's going to be like a must read yeah for anybody who's looking at you know any kind of wide receiver statistics like you got to look at slot receivers and you'll find that dd westbrook was one of the best performers in the yeah. slot last year we'll, we'll be hammering it the entire episode basically yeah. every single guy that we're going to talk about from here up has at least the capability to yeah. play in the slot and, and it's so important for fantasy football as it trends to the ppr formats because these guys are going to bail you out with that yeah like a, a, a modest floor and a guy like Dede Westbrook has this huge uh, unknown ceiling, really. Right. So um, we're into it, especially if they can get him a lot more targets. Uh, he hasn't provided you with that floor yet, but that's something that we anticipate yeah. this year with the Nick Foles Keep partnership. Keep in mind, too, he already did have a 100-target season last year, so he can yeah. handle a big target load. It's, and he's going to have to. Yeah, he's going to have to for them to move the ball, and I think that he's going to do it very well. And if well. you hate Blake Bo- Blake Bortles, which you know we don't, but right. if you hate him as like a real-life quarterback, I love her. You got to imagine that these targets might be of a higher quality. Something that we talk about a lot as well. Exactly. Speaking of slot receivers who can score touchdowns, the guy that we really have built this, this ideal model of a wide receiver for us out of is Cooper cup. And he's next at number 18 for us. Played in only eight games last year and scored six (laughs) touchdowns. If Kyler Murray is the, uh, the, the quarterback, the fantasy gods gave the Ruts boys, Cooper cup is our wide receiver. We've loved him back then. Camara or CMC. It's probably. Tough. I'll take both. It's probably but. McCaffrey for us, but I love Cooper Cup. There's no secrets there. If you've listened to this show for a while, he's one of my darlings last year, and it yep. definitely paid off. It was a shame we had to see him go, um, but 
We love to watch him come back. This guy scores touchdowns, man. Yeah. Minor setback for um, a major comeback. Yes, that's right. I mean, that's he, what was, we're he out-targeted um, Rob Gronkowski in Rob Gronkowski's heyday two years ago as a red zone receiver. He profiles extremely well in that regard. He's scoring long touchdowns. He's a short yardage target. Basically, the middle of the field. Two. Everything. He's He's exactly what you want. Like, there's really no... There's no sore subject on him. You got a killer except nickname. For, except for the injury. Yeah, the Moscow Mule, as we've affectionately referred to him as. And the good thing is, is that that offense doesn't substitute, and it's very like readily available he for fantasy football. He looks good football. in camp already. He's, yeah. It looks like he's going to be ready for if week one. If he's out there, he's playing nine. If he's healthy and active, he's playing 90% of the snaps. And, if he and he's an every he's week starter for yes. your fantasy team. Yes. Like, if he, he's in, he's an every week starter. He's and his not, draft value hasn't gone down, despite... The torn ACL. It's probably gone up. Probably. But, you know, he's just a guy that if you have him on your team, you're going to get all those benefits yep. that we talk about with slot receivers. This oh, yeah. is that guy. You're right. Yeah. That this is the model that it, it really pans out. So just you got to love him. Oh, well, yeah. this love next him. guy that we're about to talk about seems to be poised to shatter that model. It's Chris Godwin. We're willing to welcome Bay. anybody else into the mix. Yeah, and Chris Godwin's right there. Oh. He's, we'll take him with open arms, and we'll take anybody with open arms. Yes, but and I think this is the year that he actually comes into his own and, and kind of shows out. But we talked about our third year receiver theory and whether the the merits of it are true or not. Bruce this Arians, is his man. third year. I would say the biggest problem. It's not a problem, but comparing him to like Cooper Cup from last year, you know, with the the speculation that Cooper Cup was going to be great, and granted, we were right. He was still very cheap. Uh, Chris yes. Godwin, the speculation, you got to pay for this. And he's got to right. hit to perform uh, yeah. like for your team at that draft capital value, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So is it a safe bet? I like to think so. Yeah. I think he's going to have a really good year. He had a lot of touchdowns too. So yeah. he's going to be one of those slot receiver guys. As yeah. they said, he, that he might be the Larry Fitzgerald role for that offense. Oh, well, the other thing too. Played in all 16 games last year, only was listed as a starter for five of them because Deshaun Jackson and Adam Humphreys being there. So, But he still had 95 targets, so we've seen he can handle the workload. I think the quality of targets going to be better under Bruce Arians. He's just overall just, target share is going to yeah. go way up, and too. And think about the quarterback situation that he's played with the last two years. Is Jameis going to start? Is he going to get benched? Is Jameis going to play? Is he going to be hurt? Like, Is Fitzpatrick going to be Fitzmagic or Fitztragic? But like, the options aren't that That's going to affect a younger receiver like Chris Godwin more yeah. than it's going to affect established veterans in guys like Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans. And so now he's in the shortest situation of his career. He's got a coach who is over the moon about him. Yeah. You know, I mean, that he wants great. Chris Godwin to be Larry Fitzgerald in the old school Arizona Cardinals, Carson Palmer. Offenses. Please let that happen. Scott, yeah. this will hurt your feelings, but I had him in a uh, fantasy football points tie with Julian Edelman. Yeah. Uh, in my projections. And I gave, I gave Godwin, you uh, gave Godwin the bump. I gave him an extra reception. Does hurt a little. I gave him a bump. For sure. I got him at 105 catches for 1180 yards and eight touchdowns. That's a monster year, but that it could happen. Fun. But that's what yeah, that's really what could. Arians it's, wants it's, him to get. It's really not that different than what I gave him. I gave him less no. catches, but still a boatload. Uh eight touchdowns. Game script hero. Yeah. Yep. I mean really there's a lot of going there's a lot going in his favor. They could be playing behind all the time. And if they are, he's gonna eat up targets. So if anyone's getting, and even if they even if they're ahead, like Arians just loves to keep throwing the ball. True. If so, anyone's getting a hundred no running game. If anyone's getting a hundred targets and has an opportunity like consensus wise to score, you know, eight or so touchdowns 
they're truly fantasy relevant right away. Oh, yeah. There's no waiting process for this. No. We'll know like week one what the Godwin yeah. shares should look yeah, like. You're right. Absolutely. All right. We will move on now to number 16. Speaking of, Scott, Julian Edelman. I think it's actually a good spot for him. I, I think it's a great 15. spot for him. Don right was on the, the highest. wide receiver ones. Don was the highest at 13, and, and Tom was the lowest at 21. Uh, and Josh McCowan had him at four. Josh McCowan has him at four, which, Here you know, we go, he's bringing gonna, it up again. Thank God we're not in a league with Josh McCowan, or else we wouldn't be able to get Edelman. But uh, I don't have any leagues with McCowan, so it's looking like I'll be able to get Edelman at a discount <laughs> again, as always. Uh, just look at his pace from last year. The guy played 12 games last year, and he caught 75 passes for like 750 yards and like seven touchdowns. So he actually paced to like 100-110 year, which is a, a benchmark that you know we reserved for Devontae Adams last year and, and guys who really had incredible seasons. Uh, do I think he gets that? I think he gets two of them. I think he actually goes over 100 catches, and I think he goes over 1,000 yards, but I don't think he gets 10 touchdowns, and I don't think it matters that much because that's not what you're paying for with Julian Edelman. You're paying for those receptions. Really, that's it. You're just paying for those receptions because they're so high. And this is a guy, if you're in a full PPR league, pick him as your WR2. Nobody else is even thinking to do it for some reason. It's been years I've been doing it, <laughs> but continue to do it. Put him, Just pick him and put him as your WR2. You have nothing to worry about for the year. Nothing to fear. WR sixteen is a is a great spot yeah. for him. Yeah, he misses games for like weird reasons. Obviously, he had the suspension last year and stuff, and that is uh, part and parcel of why people always say, "Oh, well, the, the Patriots don't really have a lot of thousand yard receivers." Right. And I'll say that about Nikhil Harry and whatever. But if Edelman plays sixteen games, Braxton which Barrios. a lot of the time doesn't necessarily happen, right? I think he, he would hit a thousand yards more readily, and he has so, yeah. before. Yeah. So to project him for over a thousand yards is not weird by any stretch of the imagination. I think I've got him just shy of it, which is what drops him a little bit down for me. Yep. But I've got him for some rushes, you know, yeah. some some gadget stuff. They love him, obviously. We don't have to explain that. And they and, need him this year. And he's steady. He's reliable. I mean, the wide receiver too thinks, Scotty, you're dead on. I think you can do that in any league because of the – obviously, he gets a lot of reception, so PPR, that's going to help you out. Yeah. But, like, it's weird to say, but even in standard, like, he's not going to – you'll never gonna get – going to get you five. You're never <laughs> – which is okay sometimes. It is, yeah. You're never going to get, like, zero out of Edelman. No. no. And, you know, with even guys like Godwin, who we just yes. talked about – I mean, last year he had a game with like what was it, thirteen targets, one and catch. One. Yeah. And it's like yeah. God, you yeah. know, you're not going to get God that. God win. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get that from Edelman, right? No, no. So I, hopefully we're not going to get that from Godwin anymore. No, but Edelman is a guy who's going to be really safe. Yes, very safe, very high floor. We move on now to a guy. I can't believe he ended up this high, but I also feel very comfortable with him here. Number fifteen, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Pretty cool. Third-year guy. I mean, seven Again. over 70 catches last year, like six or seven touchdowns, I believe. And just the upside for him, If you, this is the kind of guy where I watch the highlights and I say, this guy could just be something just yeah. spectacular. Five he makes, only five touchdowns He makes year. amazing catches yeah. on a weekly basis. He's a, a great, great receiver. And I think, you know, we were just talking before – uh, Matthew Stafford's back won't be broken this year, so that will probably be a plus for him as well. And, you know, another great thing, he can work out of the slot. He can work on the outside. 
Kenny Galladay can do it all. He's in an offense that will generally be losing, so I'm all in on Galladay. I'm pretty much all in on him as well. I agree. Um, the five touchdowns he had last year, you said? Yep. Yeah, so that that's a little – I think that should go up. I think he's one I mean, of the – the, the Lions offense was chaos That's towards the point. end of the year yeah, last year. Like, he was the only consistent guy the whole year. Obviously, I talk about Marvin Jones being a double-digit touchdown candidate. I think Galladay is also. Yes. Absolutely. And I think I had even him though he only double had digits. five. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think he is also. And, you know, it didn't go as planned last year, so you can't just take his stats and then spit them back out onto the sheet for this right. year. Um, he's a guy where storyline works into it. And, you know, we have him at 15 consensus-wise. I have him at 14. Yeah, you and Don have him at 14. I have him at 18. He's just one of those guys when you're doing this, then he floats up, and then you take a second look at it, and you're like, well. That's where he's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's not forget, too. He's going to have more catches without Tate there. Exactly. That's what I was just about to bring up. Golden Tate was (laughs) on the Lions, a complete target hog. Like, one of the biggest target hogs we've seen in recent, you know, A vocal target hog, Yeah, like a huge target hog. And And now he's gone. Galladay is going to take up those targets. And we said it before. The replacement is Danny Amendola. Right. Who is not going to play 16 games. No, want to talk about not playing 16. No, 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 no. So there's, there's targets to be had. Obviously, we've brought this up before, too, that they're going to run the ball this year, or they intend to, but it's never a a one or the other decision. Like It it might sound that way, but these these receivers, they're going to get theirs, and Matthew Stafford likes to throw. Oh, yep. Yeah, he's throwing for (laughs) 4,000. He needs a bounce back. At least. Number 14, the midseason acquisition that changed the direction of an entire franchise's passing game. Amari Cooper's first full season on the Cowboys. And we think he's going to be right where he was when he started with the Cowboys on the fringe of wide receiver one. I actually have him as a wide receiver one. I had him at wide receiver nine. I think, yeah, I think and Don's actually more toward the, uh, you know, more other experts. I think a lot of people which I've have. Always, I've always loved Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah, Don's so always been, been the highest on Amari Cooper. For, and then for I, a long yeah. time. Yeah, and, so and me and Tom just aren't ready. Like, we're yeah. just, no, I'm not ready. I'm not giving yeah. him a WR1 ranking. I'm just not ready to do that Here's yet. my difference between you, you guys and me. I'm sure of it. I had him catching 10 touchdowns, which he's never done in his career. Yeah, I think I had eight. Which yeah, I don't even think number, he sniffed but. it. I don't even think he's ever caught 10 things in a row. It's <laughs> the problem for me. I have him for seven touchdowns, 1,100 yards, and 70 targets. 70 is like right around that like wide receiver one respect on their name kind of reception total. I'd say maybe I, a little more, he, but yeah. But there's not that many attempts in that offense too, right? right? So even though he's like the wide receiver one, which right. he should be, um, it's it's going to be tough for him to amass like a, a huge reception following here. So yes. I think he'll score a few times. I think he'll frustrate people, and I think he'll continue to drop passes. Um, but he's going to continue falling forward. He's young. He's pretty good for fantasy. Yeah. Uh, when he goes uh, off, boy, uh, does he. He's tough in the red zone, man. That's he, my thing. He hit a lot of long touchdowns for the Cowboys. He's not as consistent as a red zone receiver as I would like to take this early. So that's why I had him down at I only I had him down at sixteen. I've meant nineteen. Um, I think he's going to frustrate people. I think you're probably right. That's all he's done so far. That's why before he got to Dallas. But the upside is definitely there. Yeah. So I get, and he's going to have games just yeah. blow up. And I can't games. even just say like, oh, but if you look at his pace from when he was in Dallas, because that one game just—it's fair, yeah. That one game just blew it all up. So. One quarter, all is yeah. all it was. So it's a—it's a, it's a, anyone it's nuts a big, on Thanksgiving too. It's a yes. big speculation with him. Um, I think it's a weekly speculation with him. So you're going to have to build a strong team yeah. if you're going to have him as well. 
You're right. He yep. might help you blow the, you know, get over that hump though. Yeah. In certain weeks, but he might also cause some. Thank issue. you. Number thirteen. I actually I have this guy at sixteen, and I'm like, I disrespected him big time. It's Brandon Cooks. He's one of the few guys. Monster. Exactly. He's one of the few guys in the league that is just an absolute yardage monster, and that kind of shows through for these guys because touchdowns are kind of fickle for receivers. When you have a guy who's just rock solid, like. 1250 to 1300 yards he's gonna leak to the top of this list every single time it's repeatable for him he's you know obviously he's i'm the the podcast uh aficionado of of brandon cooks i'm all about him uh and the league we're in together there's only been one year in the league's existence where he hasn't been on my team at least at some point so you know i really love him and i love him again this year uh the offensive involvement is great obviously he's getting rushing attempts he's a great deep receiver so he can do it all i think he's a fine pick as as your wr2 going off and what he's like the third or fourth round at this point right yeah and the cool thing with him like you mentioned and like we mentioned with cooper cup is there's no substitution in this offense so he plays even though he's snap. like kind of a gadget guy he doesn't come off the field yeah so he's an every down gadget guy like you never know what's going to go on and he he's can always hit on the a field. 50 yard bomb any play and he's always there so yes. it's not like he He's, you know, like when he was with the Patriots, he's coming in, he's coming out. Right. Like, I'm sure he had a high snap share, but the Patriots rotate a lot of bodies. Yes. That's not the case with Los Angeles. And Brandon Cooks has repeatedly shown that he can produce 1,000-yard-plus seasons yeah. and every year. One and, last thing, little tidbit for him. This is the first year since the Saints that he's been on the same team for two years in a row. Yep. So the, the first, first year since 2015, 2016, it, it's same, you know, the same coaching staff for two years, another year in the playbook could even open him up to do more than a we've coach ever seen. Who's now seen a full season of his capabilities. Exactly. And maximize I like that. It, which is what exactly. Sean McVay does. I don't want to get too high on Brandon cooks, but I'm starting to get there. That a boy, <laughs> Tommy. I'd like to see his touchdown numbers go up. He only had, he only had six last year. Right. He's One just, of them was but a like I said, touchdown, which you can't count. Like on. I said, he's yardage. The yardage yeah. for him. The yardage kinda, will bail him out. Always. It kind of makes up for it. Similar to another guy. We'll talk about 50 later yard on. catch and full PPR is the same as a touchdown. Number 12. Speaking of yardage monsters, T.Y. Hilton. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, that's his. He got his deal. dog back last year. Yeah, but I mean, so T.Y., it, with the touchdowns, it's it's the exact same thing right there. Yep, yes. He's going to bail you out on yardage. It feels like we just talked about T.Y. It really, really does. Um, he, he's led the league in yardage before, and I feel like everyone always says that as soon as they talk about T.Y. Hilton. Right. But it's it worth, it's worth noting. I mean, Andrew Luck could easily lead the league in passing yards, and who's going to be a big beneficiary of that? T.Y. Oh, Hilton. Yeah. And don't forget, T.Y. Hilton has a – Season where he led the league in receiving yards the in his dude, back pocket already. The dude hobbled his ass to like. That was done that listen. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what Tom <laughs> just said. He just hobbled but his I, ass to I, almost a thousand yards last year. Proved too. proved my point though. Yeah. Exactly. Every yeah. time you bring up Ty Hilton, someone mentions that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> someone mentions that, whether they're listening or not. They're, Did yeah. you guys remember he led the league in receiving <laughs> a couple years ago? Sorry, Tom. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you proved my point, yeah. really, though. Yeah, you really did. And yeah, Did I you think guys have him, again. like, top three, top five in receiving yards for the, for the year? Or? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I probably had. I just respected his yardage I big had time. Him, I got to look at this uh, again. I had him only behind Julio, uh, Juju, Devontae Adams, DeAndre. So the, the top usual guys, suspects. Yeah, the yeah. top, you know. Not to give right. anything away, but no. uh, those are the top guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I only have them behind, you know, those. <laughs> Number 11. Number 11, Stefan Diggs. 
Yeah, you know, he doesn't play 16 games very often, which is a shame. And if yeah. he did, his numbers would be practactly what I would say, dare I say, elite. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. been amazing since he came in the league. <laughs> He's mean, a great receiver. I would love to, because uh, I've been, you know, looking at everyone's, like, yards per catch or reception totals. Yeah, how many he has games. a great yards per like, reception. Gosh, his numbers are so good. I wish he'd play 16 games. They'd be even better. Oh, yeah. But I just, I, I mean, I've got him statted out for 16 games, but we'll see what that actually produces. 100 catch, 1,000 yard, 10 touchdown. Diggs he, could easily be that. He was he's one touchdown away from it last year. He was one touchdown away from it last year. That is wild. You don't. 102 for it. That stuck out to me like crazy when I was going through it. Like, yeah. That guy missed it. Hey, guys, uh, he's really good. by one touchdown. He's really good. I know, but Adam Thielen, like, really outshined him basically the entire year. Well, so yeah. to look Especially at that and still half. see that he had a huge year, yeah. it was just, wow. They, these two can coexist, and we haven't Holy. mentioned Thielen yet, but he's coming up. Oh, Are yeah. they, uh, you know, is Thielen like, next for us? No, he's not. No, he's <laughs> we got, one, we got right a Right around the bend. Well, I have them back-to-back, and I yeah. didn't even plan it. And a I lot of the time, I've actually had them back-to-back for, like, three years You actually have. Yeah, you're right. I had them back to back before Thielen really even came on and I was you know I pat myself on the back for yeah. that every time I think of it but we've we've moved them up together yeah, yeah. they're climbing up and they, they show that they can get this done uh, for fantasy for real life football and uh, fantasy is the one I care about more so, oh, so I would more. love to see him play 16 games for all of the selfish reasons yeah. that I need him for yes <laughs> number 10 in between the two Vikings is Keenan Allen Yardage monster, PPR monster. PPR he just doesn't score enough touchdowns. Legend, Keenan Allen. Because with his the rise of his career came the rise of PPR, you know? Yeah. Where the, like the standard became PPR. So I think everyone who does fantasy now is like, oh, Keenan Allen, so good. Like, they don't even know about all the hard times we had to go through with <laughs> Keenan Allen. We're talking punctured kidney. Yeah. We're talking torn ACLs. We've been through the ringer with them. Lacerated liver. Yeah, I that's it what it was. It was, it was a yeah. liver, not a kidney. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. But anyway, we've been, you know, we've been through hell and back with Keenan Allen, and now we're here. He's still a top ten receiver. I think he's a he's a lock, stone cold lock for full PPR wide receiver one status. He's a hundred reception lock basically. And yeah, he might not get you those touchdowns, but to me, I'll, give me the guy with a hundred catches, and I'll hope he has an, he, eight of them go for touchdowns. Yeah, because he has the big playability. There was for that sure. uh, two years ago, I think it was down the stretch. Oh, that was he was glory. just on his gl- insane glory run. Four straight games with ten catches for over a hundred yards and, and a touchdown. touchdown. And I thought that he was gonna, you know, take the leap and honestly become maybe an elite option. He didn't really do that. And it is a we little thought sad. last year was going to be. The it is a little year. sad that that didn't necessarily happen. He went back down to you know Keenan Allen level right. touchdowns. So that's what you should expect. I don't think he was wide receiver fourteen last. It's year. It's nice. Six, that, tu- six touchdowns for him would be high. I think I think it'd probably be average, but that's fine when you're catching a hundred and fifteen yeah. passes and you're racking up. 1300 yards or whatever it is he's gonna yeah. hill yeah i don't think it's impossible swept. i just think that's his high end right like it's high like, end keenan allen is like six touchdowns yeah it's like he's kind of like julio without the yardage boost but yeah. what's nice for both him and julio is i've seen this over a four week span and with that combined with having a hundred catches it's plenty enough for me to draft these guys in, in the early yep. goings of your draft yeah sure number nine adam thielen He's cool. Nine straight games with 100 yards to open the season last year. 
That was weird because then after that he decided he had to nine suck. straight games of not. He was like wide receiver forty or something in the second half of the yeah, year. Yeah, he went ice cold. He went ice cold. Second straight year he's done that in the stretch run of the fantasy there's season. There's fear. By the way. I mean, there's a little fear I think in the Vikings just because they are going to go a little more run heavy. But I don't know. I they think also it's just, looked like hot garbage, like which is not Adam Thielen's the fault. The quality of target and just the fact that Adam Thielen's always open. He's always going to be there, and I, I just think he's in for another hundred catch. He's he's literally just like. Like Keenan Allen. Yeah, I have him moderately above, like modestly, I should say, moderately, modestly, same thing yep. above uh, Stephon Diggs. Like they're so interchangeable to me. Yeah, that just a few touchdowns in any direction would change them. Yeah, but a few for, receptions really. But for me, the biggest thing when I think about these guys is just the standard or the format of my league, right? Yeah. So like standard. I'm going to not Diggs. put a premium on Adam Thielen. PPR, I'm going to put a premium on Adam Thielen. Yeah. So that's really... Even half PPR, I think. He yeah, half PPR, you could take both in back-to-back rounds and probably be fine. I yeah, would not have a problem fun. with having both on in any format. That, That'd be fun. It would be hard to finagle because they pretty much have equal value. You yeah. probably have to have back-to-back picks or something. Yeah, you need a quick turn. But I would not have an issue with that. It would actually kind of be fun, and now I want to do it. Yeah. Let's try to do it for you our put, next mock draft. Auction league, you, auction league, auction <laughs> league. Oh, just bid on both. Yeah. <laughs> Break the bank on Diggs and Thielen at wide receiver. It's not the worst but stride. I'm really feeling really about it now. No, it's really not. It's thir- not. They both had a hundred catches last year. And even if you just think of it from like a, the fantasy game perspective, like it's like if nice one of them pairing. has a bad game, it just means <laughs> yeah. the other one's probably gonna have a good game. And, and it's a nice pairing because it's like a, a the PPR guy, like you know your Edelman yeah. like wide receiver two style, and then a blow the yeah. Roof so give me give me ten catches from Thielen and. Two for a hundred and two touchdowns for Diggs. Yeah, they combined to be it's two over. great. Yeah, receivers. that'll be interesting. Yeah. It would be number eight. Mike Evans, a guy that we Nothing have all here. loved at varying degrees for the last few years. Uh, I even had my if Godwin goes on off too late last year. If you guys remember, yeah, yeah. I mean they were my, disrespecting the hell out of him in Fanduel, and we were just riding that. Oh, it was <laughs> incredible. Yeah. It was yeah. so weird. Me and Tom were so angry. What was he like? Sixty eight hundred. Tom less. Sixty four hundred for Mike Evans. I'm like, what? I'm scrolling. <laughs> we have him in every single one of our lines, and he and balls it, out. And even DraftKings disrespected him a little bit too, because I know I had him in both. So you know, people will always disrespect Mike Evans because he quietly goes about his business, and the wide receiver position Except is supposed to be nothing but that. Yeah. You know. Mike Evans is a complete baller. The offense is geared to him doing great. I think Arians will just continue to just just let him keep growing. Let him keep getting better and better. We don't even have to talk much more on Evans. Mike pick Evans him, won Johnny him. Manziel a Heisman. Yeah. He had probably some, oh, he you made could some say great that. catches. That's a that you could say that. Yeah. Mike Evans had a whale of a season. Johnny Johnny football doesn't win a Heisman without Mike Evans. No way. And it's Jay, just college and James won't win beast. MVP this year without him either. There were so. hot take <laughs> experts. There were hot take experts in college football who were saying at the time that Mike Evans should have been nominated for the Heisman. For the Heisman. Definitely a double digit year. touchdown candidate here. Yeah, I'd Almost say so. A, he I can't say said, double digit lock. Great deep receiver too. Bet. He can hit the long one yeah. and take it to the. I mean, house better than Godwin. Basic. Too. I think right here begins the point of receivers that we could just wax poetic about. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can talk all day about Mike Evans. Well, there's not there's not going to be a lot of problems with these. No, guys. no, it, not at all. This is just the fun part. Yeah. This is the yeah. easy part. Yeah. Is these guys are all elite. They're yeah. they're interchangeable to a degree because if you're drafting like and you want Mike Evans and you know some of the other guys we haven't mentioned are still available. Go ahead. Just go you like Mike Evans. <laughs> like here, number seven is Antonio Brown. If you like Mike Evans, this is a toss-up right there. Yeah, this is really. And I'm interested in both of them. And if you wanted Thielen over both 
Evans you know and what? Antonio Brown, he you know, can do one it. One of the things I looked at, too, as you guys know, I looked at the workload capability, uh, you know, especially for running backs, was looking at total yards. But, you know, for the for the receivers, I was just kind of looking at how many receptions wide receivers caught in last year. And Derek Carr really peppered the wide receiver position in general. Jordy Nelson still had a bunch of catches. There were a ton of guys throughout the year, but – Overall, Seth to Roberts me, hit his uh, his contract bonus. <laughs> yeah, that's, so there were a bunch of different guys. Marcel Aitman <laughs> had like thirty five catches or something like that. So like they that all kind though, of huh? so they all kind of you know combined to show me there's a huge receiver workload yep. in John Gruden's offense. Yeah, that's why they went out and got AB. He's catching over a hundred passes. I guess he has caught over hundred yards since two thousand thirteen. Touchdowns. I'm in. I'm in on AB. I've sold myself through these projections. I think AB is going to be awesome again. Since 2013, he's caught 100 passes in every season. His lowest yardage amount was 1,284. He led the league in catches twice, led the league in yards twice, and last season led the league in receiving touchdowns. I have him having. There's no reason to be afraid of him switching teams. I have him having because you don't trade for him and not planning on peppering him. It's just that there were other guys like. Also, that are going to ball yeah. out this year. Yeah. So he ended actually ended up. I was the highest on him. I had him fifth in my rankings. Actually, Tom has him I was fifth say, I as have well. Him five. Yeah. Yeah. We. Both I have him, him ten. And he could blow past. And I'm that. looking at it now, and I'm yeah. like, this is his. Fl- I gave him his floor, not his ceiling. I I gave him which nine. Is understandable. I gave him team. nine touchdowns, which is the only That's level of disrespect too. that I gave to oh, him. Oh no! But everything else was just perfectly <laughs> Guys, there. You all right? Scott. They give Brown ten tuds. I gave him nine. <laughs> ten. Scott. Nine. I'll tell you what. Even Someone if I gave him, a, even Don, if I gave him eleven, player, right. I'm pissed. I just when I look at that, I'm like, are the Raiders going to score a lot of points? No, I don't know. They They're suck. They score meaningless touchdowns. They're terrible. To Nine <laughs> of them. <laughs> Number ten. Six. I give him fifteen hundred yards, over hundred catches. You know, I, I'll draft him for sure. Yeah, slander. Number six, a guy whose yardage and catches have improved every year he's been in the league. Entering his fourth season, demanding twenty-two million dollars a year for his new contract, Michael Thomas. He's a good football player. I love him. He doesn't deserve twenty-two million a year, and That's I love market, him more than man. anyone I know. Well, does Full Jimmy Garoppolo deserve monster. to be paid as much as he does? Yes. No. You think so? No. For sure, he does not <laughs> no. deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> no. But anyway, teachers deserve I, that kind of money. <laughs> Take oh it God! Over there. <laughs> I digress. Yeah. And as does Don. But Michael Thomas, obviously PPR, uh, just legend. Yes, gonna, legend. You can't screw up by drafting him basically anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. in a PPR league. Yeah. And the fact is that he goes early second round, which is crazy. Like, he yeah. could easily be a first-round pick in full-point PPR. Dude, he caught 125 passes well, last Well, what happens year. with that is that the draft lobbies, just they're usually not sorted by full-point PPR. So, no. like, ESPN will be now, I guess. Yes. Yahoo won't be, but, like, it's just the yeah, lobby. Yeah, but it's not point. They don't do it by points. I know. Like we did our rankings, which yeah. is why I'm happy yeah. we did it like this. We did our rankings by points, not by. Yeah. I we like this guy more than out. that guy. Yeah. yeah, and that's how that. That's how those yeah. ADPs, all that stuff, all that stuff is generated just by some dude saying, "Well, I like him more than him." Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. all it is. So, so the last two seasons, like his, you know, now that he's acclimated to the league, that's kind of how I was looking at Michael Thomas. He had 104 catches in 2017, 125 last year, like Scott said. I think the 125 catches. I think that's his ceiling. That's a lot. I don't it's think like you. I don't hard, think you go and exceed that. It's I'll, hard to do that yeah. as anybody. Yeah, you so have to run I, so many plays. So really. I think I had him. I had him for like 118, which even still feels like so many. But 
you know, his yardage, he could easily be anywhere between 1,300 and 1,600. Yeah, he's and not. And I think this is the year that he cracks 10 touchdowns. He's not a deep guy, which, I mean, my God, if he was ever just sent deep. We've talked about it before. The yes. one time they, they sent him really, deep, he scored a 71 yard touchdown. Don't really, over yeah, yeah, they just don't really do it. Yeah. If they, they do oh, it more. They have, like, a guy for that. Yeah. It used to be Kenny Stills. It's been Ted, Ted Ginn. Ginn. Like, they usually this just have him never like Kwan this Kenny. year. Why did they have to let go of Kenny Stills? Why couldn't they just let us have Kenny I think Stills? I time, loved him back then. Oh, I think at the time they we've had, been chasing uh, that dream. They had, I think they had, uh, I think they had Michael Thomas when they drafted Kenny Stills. No, right around the no, same time they had time, Kenny though. Stills when they drafted Michael Thomas, and then whatever. Yeah, Maybe. because it was anyway, like I'm yeah. thinking way back though. Yeah, it was way like back. The third, the third receiver was like a, a come up for the states a couple years yeah. in a yeah. row, and Kenny Stills was one. Well, Brandon and then Cooks it was too. Like, Cooks. Yeah, it was like Brandon Cooks, and then Kenny Stills, and then Michael Thomas. Yeah. All of them. That's just came a the role ranks. that is in Sean right. Payton's offense. Yeah, it's yeah. Just what it Something is. Something to pay attention to for this year. Yeah, Trey Ted Ginn was pretty good Ginn. actually. Yeah, yeah. When he played, number five, Ted Ginn, <laughs> <laughs> Julio Jones. Now we talked about who slandered him. Tom. Tom had him at eight. <laughs> Scott had him at four. I had him at five. He's Listen, just not going to score, dude. He, Julio so Jones is a liar. <laughs> everyone says they don't They don't give him targets in the red zone. They do. They give him. They, they just do. don't work out that well. <laughs> they never work. <laughs> he's I, I, he's amazing, right? He's yes. Josh McCown's number one. But, <laughs> so you know he's great. <laughs> but he doesn't like succeed in the red zone. It's unreal. So, so he loses out on some Points that I would otherwise give to him. Yes. And I love him. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Reasonable. He's going to maybe have the most yards. I've got a little somebody named Juju Smith-Schuster. That might hang in there. <laughs> leading the NFL in yardage this year. I like that. But, I love that. I mean, Julio's obviously a prime candidate to do that. Always plus 1,400. Four straight years, 1,400. That's running back numbers. Yeah, but could the guy score some touchdowns? I mean, He gave us eight last year. That's the hope. The hope is that. But like I was saying with. Five straight years over 1,400. Oh, five straight five I was going to say, no. 1,593, 1,871, 1,409, 1,444, and last year was 1,677. 1,871. That was a great year, yeah. 1,871. I have him like, yeah, it was such a good year. <laughs> but the thing is, you know how I'm saying like six touchdowns is like high Keenan Allen? Yeah. Eight touchdowns is high Julio Jones. You're probably right about that. 2015, Julio Jones led the NFL in yards from scrimmage. <laughs> It's not that was the 1871 year without a carry. How could he <laughs> without not? a carry? Well, how could he not if he has 1871? Oh, exactly. No, these guys who get 2000 running backs push 2000. Like that's every true. Year. You're 100 percent right. But <laughs> but I mean, you can't really go wrong with Julio. That's all we're saying. And then God forbid he gives you another eight touchdowns. Then he's just even more of a lock to be a WR one. Yep. Let's not forget last year. One of the best stats we've ever read off about Julio. We did a midseason stat report. Julio was wide receiver eight and hadn't scored with zero touchdowns. That was with zero touchdowns. You can't buy that upside anywhere else. And this then he guy, scored eight. This in guy's the next floor eight is WR eight without a touchdown. Yeah, he's for eight like, weeks. It's he's insane. The, he's it's the insane. best season Brandon Cooks could ever have. Yes, and he's working on a Every contract. Year. By yeah. the time this episode comes out, he might even have a new contract. Yeah. Not that this is like super far out, but they're working currently. They're yeah, trying to get together on. Yeah. It. I think the Falcons Very wait until situation. the Michael Thomas deal gets done, and then they make sure that they pay Julio a little bit more than that. That's my uh, prediction. I doubt Julio that the Falcons care. want yeah. to pay him. Like, yeah, they're like, let's wait for someone, and <laughs> yeah. then we'll just pay him yeah. more. Once Don, you give him the, a mega the deal. The NFL, as much as it, I wish it worked that way, it does not. Yeah. Julio Jones has led the NFL in receiving yards per game three of the last four seasons. 
There's no safer bet at the wide receiver position. Shouldn't no. shock you. His peak is yeah. not as high as some of these other guys, and that's, that's right. why we have these four players who we're about to talk about ahead of him. But, I mean, you could do so much worse than Julio Oh, Jones. my God, yeah. So much worse. If you get him, like, pick 12, oh, he should be yeah. on your knees thanking the fantasy gods. Yeah. Our number four wide receiver, two of us had at number four. Tom, you and I both had Odell Beckham Jr., at number four. And Scott, reason, you had him at six. The reason Slander. I put him up. Yes. Yeah, who did it? Who's I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so Which sorry. one are you? No, and you know, he's marginally behind uh, Julio and Antonio Brown in my ranks. I'm talking. This guy gives me another 15 yards. He might climb up in the rankings. It's They're all that close for me. Yeah. Um, even if, you know, even from Mike Evans, Mike Evans to Odell, that this kind of group is kind of in a tier of their own. Um, the next three guys, I, I would put at a different level above them. But uh, Odell, probably the leader, close to the leader of that group. I don't see him catching as many passes as these guys. Yep. In turn, not getting as many yards. But I do think that he actually leads the NFL in receiving touchdowns. Out of my top six receivers, I have Odell with the fewest number of catches. And I think that... He does. I think, like I said, I think he does. Actually, I think Adams probably will receive, lead the league in receiving touchdowns, but Odell second. So the reason he's that, that's what pushes him up. But the lack of reception. There's no doubt that he's a candidate for it. He's a double digit touchdown guy. I've been making a stink about that and who deserves it and who doesn't deserve that little moniker. Odell Beckham does. I have him for 13. He scores a ton. He's not even the biggest guy, but he was clearly the best red zone option on the Giants, which is, there's a lot of things wrong with that, but it shows you you have a 60 inch vertical leap, Tom. You could be a little shorter. It shows you like how much he can just fill in a gap that, you know, no team should say no to Odell Beckham. Like oh you welcome him with open arms, and that's what certainly Cleveland is going to do. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's going to let it all loose with Odell Beckham, which I think that combination will be pretty lethal. Yeah, and um, it's still crazy to me that he's on the Browns, but yeah, I, I mean. He's a guy who really imagine owns. having Odell Beckham in, on your actual real life football team and trading him. Yeah, that's crazy. But he's got to score. <laughs> I mean, is. he's got to play sixteen games, which he's had a little bit of trouble doing. He played twelve last year and was wide receiver sixteen with yeah. only six touchdowns. He could but, go like, absolutely. As you guys crazy. know, I think last year he just didn't feel like playing at the end of the year. So <laughs> when the Browns are pushing for playoff games this year, yeah. he plays all sixteen. Yeah, he, he pushes nuts. He pushes through that but little, he has that little nagging injury that he could have let you know. He yeah, has had some trouble. Year. Yeah, that's for sure. He's he, definitely first had injury four games issues. of his rookie year. He missed. He's one of those guys though. He, he yeah. plays. He's a top. Five wide receiver every week, each week, regardless of matchup, whatever yep. you want to call it. Yeah, he changes your team. Oh yeah, number three, Juju Smith Schuster. God, how much time we got left on? I was uh, just going. Let me see. I was. We got eight minutes to play with between the next three guys. <laughs> okay. I, I was thinking about Juju early and often, and I yes. still do think yeah. about. I'm Juju thinking a about lot. him right I'm now. I'm telling you, the first few mocks I did, it was like. You're gonna, you're really gonna give me Juju Smith Schuster at any pick in the second round. That's what's gonna happen. Like I can get him anywhere in the second round I want. Please, please let that happen. One hundred fourteen catches. That's a, for fourteen hundred yards and seven touchdowns last year. So here's what I gave last him. year with with AB there. I gave him the exact same amount of receptions. One hundred fourteen. Okay. I he had one hundred eleven. Sorry. Oh well, actually, I gave him one hundred fourteen. So that's cool. I, I gave him one hundred twenty-four. So I gave him a couple more. One eighteen. I gave. But him. I gave him a whopper of yards. He's got. I'm, I think he's going for sixteen hundred NFL oh, leading receiver. Juju I had him. As, I had him with the most catches in the league. And I've got him for thirteen touchdowns. Look, he's not a double-digit touchdown guy by any 
measure yet and i know i've been <laughs> i'm basically going back on my word with this one yeah but, but it, it makes just sense. makes too much sense it's kind of like Devonta adams last year i was like he's got to score he's got to have a hundred catches a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns there's to. no way that juju doesn't replicate that as well i can't i think he probably either. blows them all out of the water i think yeah, all three in each of us column have doing it um, I have him at wide receiver three. He could be wide receiver one. Easily I have him at two. Wide receiver I think one. he's the one one in dynasty. I think that there's no actually doubt. These two the, two, the next two guys stand above the rest just because, like you said, they've shown it. And they've yeah. shown it with the quarterbacks that they have yeah. and this in the system that they're in. So I think that is the reason why. But six targets he had last year. Yeah. And the other yeah. thing, too, is like, oh, well, Juju's going to have more attention paid to him. No, he's not. And they run him out of the slot his every quality, time. His quality He's going to have more attention, up. but obviously they do move him in yeah, and out of the yeah. slot. They'll he's just very, move him around and get he, him open. It, they have he, to. He's, uh, what people also don't like to say about that situation is he's also very good. Yeah. So yes. that's, like you that is true. Try to stop him. You know what I mean? Good like, luck. Guess and, who else gets a lot of attention? Number two, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like These yeah. guys are superstars for a reason. Right. But the Juju Smith-Schuster thing became a true thing. In my brain, a little earworm when Ben said he wished he targeted Juju four times I at know. the goal line. And then, oh, yeah, that was great. So Against it's a, Denver. Yeah, so now it's just it's, stuck with it's me too. Juju forever. And it, it, as long as Ben is playing and they're passing as much as the Steelers pass, Juju is – you can pick him in Gold. In my, He's gold. And one of my take five takes from last year was like early on in the season. I wrote the, the worst thing that could happen to Juju Smith-Schuster is that he realizes that – he'd be able to preserve his body and make a similar amount of money playing Fortnite <laughs> instead of football. But now he's going to get so paid in two years that he's going to be playing football for a little while. Longer, yeah, I think I think, he's, which is great for all of us. He's a hell of a football yeah. player. Even just you watch him play. He's got that elusiveness. He's also got that strength. He's got great hands. He's got it all. And that's all, you know, Ben's just going to. And he's such a fun him, guy to root for, dude, but we got to move him. on. I think we're going to yeah. cut it. Number two, DeAndre Hopkins. He's really good too. How much? I mean, there's so much. These that we top could two guys. Say, it's, it's like there's not much to say about. But what, that's but why we, we were able to wax. DeAndre Hopkins zero drops last year yeah. on 115 receptions. Yeah, he's good. That's unbelievable. That's insane. Um, someone said that's like Madden, like playing Madden. Like, like yeah. me and Tom. Oh, no, someone said you can't even do that in Madden. No, you can't. Dude, Tom, me and you couldn't even do that sitting here on the couch. No, just, I definitely just tossing a ball no. back and forth. It would be my fault. 115 too, no drops. No way. <laughs> We didn't no make way. it to 20 earlier today in softball. There you go. Yeah, I lost the ball. That's right. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Don't worry. I took one from the other Hopkins, uh, you know, all the good, all the check I mean, marks in every column. Receptions, yardage, touchdowns, double digit, whatever moniker. Great quarterback. Yeah, whatever little, like, tidbit you can apply. Has done it with applies. nobodies. So yeah. you guys had him at two instead of Juju. I'm guessing it's because he has higher touchdown upside. I think it's six and a half dozen. I actually yeah, have the points so close. And if you wanted okay. Juju ahead of Hopkins, go ahead. Okay. I don't think that the, the I just it's close, I like right? the consistent. I think Hopkins is just a more consistent option than yeah. Juju, just because he's done it in the past. Yeah. But I could see it either way. Really, I could. My one, two, and three are within eight points. Mine are within. So I have Juju seriously at 16. the elite level of yeah. everything. Do we all have Devonte Adams as one? We all have Devonte Adams as one, and. I mentioned this. I think With I mentioned the respect it last he episode. Deserves. I might have mentioned it this one. Like I, I, one of the things I did when I was evaluating is like, have we seen his best season? 
I truly believe that we haven't with Devontae Adams. So, and last year he had a hundred catch, hundred ten catches for twelve hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. Devontae Adams has never played a sixteen game season with a fully healthy Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. In and Aaron Rodgers has already said he wants to throw the ball to Devontae Adams more. <laughs> oh, good boy. <laughs> He's a top five pick. He could easily go top five. Like he's right at that my top only, five. The only thing that makes me sad is I probably won't get him and Juju at the same time. Oh, if only. Could you I, imagine? You, but that is that is part and parcel of like some of the strategy we've been talking about, and we can maybe end on that. Even is like picking at the back end of the first round, and getting, getting two of these, top and getting six two of guys, these these oh, receivers is amazing. If you can pull it off, do it. So a, many running backs in the third and fourth swing that will be fine for you. You're getting twenty touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Plus and and maybe yep. two hundred catches. Which, so if you're in your half PPR, your full PPR league, it's really you can't it, buy consistency. It's really like worth that. considering no. this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think this yep. year more so than ever. I've always been a big receiver guy. Yep. I always like to try to have three receivers in my ranked top twenty on my team. I think this year I'll be able to do that easily. So now I'm looking even further up. Maybe I can get three of my own yeah. top ten. And we know yeah. people prioritize running backs in real life drafts, like when it comes right. down to it. So if you zig when they zag, and you wind up with two of these guys, you're in yeah. for some success. Agreed. Right. So. That'll do it. Devontae Adams is crowned king of the wide receivers going into drafts this year. We've got one more rankings month episode to get done. Tom freaked the cat out as I knew he was there. It freaked freaked me out too, man. (laughs) He deserved it. My poor girl. She's so freaked out. She went right back to where she was. (laughs) That that almost hurt my arm. I haven't had to jerk this arm like that. Been jerking everything else, you know. <laughs> oh God, we got to close up, Don. Tom's on Twitter at HillierFF. Scott's on Twitter at WagsFF. I'm at Why So Serious. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at RutsFF. We're on Facebook too. Let us know what you thought of our wide receiver rankings. Please ask any questions you may have about any of these guys from one all the way back to number forty, which you heard from us on Tuesday. We'll see you next week. Only one episode next week, but it's because we just have we have so much to say about the beautiful tight end position. Ugh, it'll be cool. Keep scoring.